Welcome to the Expat Empire Podcast, the podcast where you can hear from expats around the world and learn how you can join them. Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining us today on the Expat Empire Podcast. Before we get to the interview, I want to remind you that we're offering a free consulting call to anyone interested in moving abroad. Whether you're thinking about retiring somewhere warm, starting an international career, or becoming a digital nomad, we're ready to help you think through the next steps in your journey. Send us a message at expatempire.com to schedule your call today. With that said, let's start the conversation. Hey, Anna, thanks so much for joining us today on the Expat Empire podcast. Thank you, David, for inviting me. Yeah, it'll be great to hear more about your experience moving from uh, one country to quite a different one. So if you could tell us a bit about where you're originally from, where around the world you've lived so far, and where you're living right now, that'd be great. Great. So I'm from Brazil, and I'm living in Germany. Actually, these are the two countries where I actually live it, although I participate in a lot of projects in different countries, so like U.S., France, I don't know, China and also in South America, but actually living was really Brazil and Germany. And now I'm living in Germany. I'm still here in Germany. <laughs> and which city are you living in? Uh, the name is Kempten. So who is not from Germany will not know, but I can say it's somehow near to Munich. So Anna, where would you say that your interest in living abroad originally came from? I was thinking about this question, you know, it's something a little weird for me because I just had the impression since I was a young person in university that I would somewhere live in Germany, you know, somehow I think German, I was always attracted to German culture and so on. And that's also why I started learning German when I was in university. So, and also worked for a German company. <laughs> Is there anything in particular that drew you to Germany or what was the, there's some certain experience that you had when you were young that connected you with the German culture? Was there anything like that? No, I cannot tell that it was actually that. It was only a sensation that I had, you know, I I had a sensation that I would go to Germany, but then I didn't know if it would be like only as a tourist or really to live there, you know, and yeah. When was the first time that you were able to go there? Was that when you actually made the move or did you have a chance to travel before that? Uh, no, I know I traveled a lot to Germany before. So first was actually as a, I think, yeah, first was a, as tourist. So I, I was here for three months. I also had the opportunity to, to learn more German. So I was also doing an intensive course something like that. And then I also had several business trips because I was working at a German company. So I had the opportunity to, to visit here because of business. So how did you find that first job that was at a German company? And that was in Brazil, right? So how did you make that happen? And ultimately, of course, kind of go toward that goal of eventually making it to Germany? Yeah, actually, my career, I started as a consultant, SAP consultant. So I was traveling a lot. So that's when I was also doing projects uh, in other countries. And then I decided, no, I want to have a more stable life. So I decided to work in an industry. And, and then in Brazil, it's very known that German companies, they are good companies because they have uh, better benefits or how can I say work conditions for people in Brazil. So that's why I searched for that. And also because it's a, it's an international company and I would like to. Yeah, to use my, my language skills and so well, on. Well, at the time that you joined the company, did you have quite good language skills or were you still in the beginning, early stages of your studies? Yeah, I would say my, my English level was the same as nowadays or, okay, maybe nowadays is a little better because I'm using, I was using more, 
but the German was like intermediary, I would say. So yeah, not exactly enough to live in Germany, <laughs> but it was already enough to be a the differential, you know, in my curriculum. Something right, like exactly. And so you were working at this company, this German company, and you were living in Brazil. So how did you kind of think about trying to make the transition? If Did you really work toward finding that opportunity or did it land in your lap, luckily, from one of your managers? How did you find this opportunity to make the move to Germany? Yeah, I would say it was a mixture of both, you know, because I had already this idea or the impression that I would need to go and live abroad or to continue improving my career because my career in Brazil was kind of on the top of what I would be able to achieve there because for sure the headquarter is in Germany so the the nicest thing is happening here and not on the plant and then I was yeah just doing my job you know doing a good job I was I had a successful career in Brazil and I also was participating projects with German colleagues so I think this was also important And it was also important that I was being myself. So it means if you ask someone from Brazilian point of view, oh, is the relationship of Anna with the German colleagues good or bad? I think they would say it's a bad relationship because I was really, you know, kind of fighting with them, you know, uh, bringing my points and uh, really uh, discussing and analyzing and so on. So not so friends in the perspective of Brazilian. But in the perspective of a German, I think they, they realize, oh, Anna is really good. So she has her points. She brings new ideas. She do a good work. And I think this was also what made them uh, to think about me for a position here in Germany. And then in the end, the position, so the offer of this position came to me. But it was like, as I said, a mixture of both. So the opportunity came, but just because I had this successful, uh, this success, and I also had this behavior. I would say. Yeah, that makes sense. And obviously that may, puts you in a good position to to get this opportunity. So when that was presented to you, did you think, okay, I'm going to take this immediately? Or were there any questions in your mind about whether or not you should stay in Brazil? How did you think about approaching that opportunity and maybe even, you know, the cost of living and how you would make your living, you know, work in Germany? Or did you just say, all right, I'm there and you packed up your stuff and left in two weeks? No, I didn't analyze. And actually, in the beginning, they were trying to offer me something that was not that attractive, to be honest. They were trying basically to take my salary in Brazil and uh, translate into euros and just a little higher. And, and then I said, no, wait a minute, you guys are wanting me. So it means if you have a position in Germany, I want to earn like a German, because actually it could be anyone uh, from the whole world. Uh, word working there you know so then this was also yeah kind of stressful a little to have this discussion because I have the impression they were trying to to push me something you know um, anything and they would think oh because it's, it's so a good opportunity for her she will accept anything but I didn't but then it worked I, I explained it I said hey wait a minute you are searching for me this is a position I've searched also on the internet in average the salary is this and this so then they, they readjusted and then I came. And how was that process as far as getting everything sorted? Maybe your visa as well. Of course, they were probably helping you with that. But was it a process that went quite quickly or did you have to wait a long time between getting the accepting the offer and actually getting to Germany? Yeah, I had to wait a lot, I would say. So one reason was also because I was still ending a project in Brazil. So I had to finish that. 
and to hand over. But in parallel, they also hired a service provider to help me in Brazil to get my visa, my work visa. And it was actually also not really a good job, to be honest, because, you know, I think the problem of most of those kind of service providers, they provide a very standard service. They don't really get or try to understand your case, a specific case, and then to go through the, the right path. And then in the end, what happened? I had to go two times to the consulate in Brazil because they did something wrong, you know? So it cost me like uh, one or two months. So in the end, uh, between I accepted the, the job and I actually started working was like six months, which is long time, long time in my opinion. Yeah, definitely. Did you have any feelings of being uncertain about leaving Brazil behind in a sense, or obviously you could go back and, and visit and, and go in the future. But given that, I guess, Germany was your goal, I suppose you were super excited to make the move. But, you know, how did you think about adjusting culturally? Were there any surprises as well after you started working in Germany? Yeah, actually, before I was moving, I really thought that, okay, it will be a piece of cake because I knew already Germany. I visited here already several times uh, to, as a tourist, as business. And I already had an intermediate uh, level né, of German. And I was not actually thinking about it would have a so huge cultural shock for me, which I was really wrong afterwards. <laughs> but before, I was not really worried about that. And regarding leaving Brazil behind was something that for me was a little easier than for a lot of friends of mine, for sure, because I was already not living in the same city as my family. So I was already just con uh, uh, visiting my family each two months, for example. So for me, it was much easier, you know, because I also come from a history that my father was military, belonged to army. I don't know how to say that in English. And, um, and because of that, we were moving a lot. So then I was already used to from time to time to build up a new life and so on, you know. So that's why for me, this aspect of, oh, leaving behind, Brazil was not so heavy as it is for a lot of other Brazilians. So it sounds like you also were moving to a relatively small, you know, not not the main one of the main uh, cities in Germany. So how was that experience? Uh, I know a lot of people, of course, moved to Berlin, moved to Munich, moved to Hamburg. But given that you were in a smaller town, what was that vibe like? Yeah, for me, it was, you know, at one hand, okay, because uh, even in Brazil, I was not uh, yet uh, anymore having a very hectic, I don't know how to say, very uh, busy life, you know. I was much more working and doing sports and walking with my dogs and going to restaurants. So this kind of life, so my li uh, lifestyle was basically the same. But what, what was very different for me was the social life. Because in Brazil, even if you have this kind of lifestyle, you know, that you don't need to go to disco or, you know, to be a, between among a lot of people and so on, theater or so or such things. But you have a social life. So it's very easy to get in contact with people and do things with other people, right? which is not exactly the same here in Germany. So tell me a little bit about that. Uh, what was the experience like to make friends in Germany or to try to? And of course, if you're in a smaller town and maybe, you know, working for a large company, perhaps there are many other foreigners there as well. But that can also be a challenge mm -hmm. of living in a smaller town, even in, uh, you know, a dynamic international country like Germany. So tell us mm -hmm. about how you really built your network there. Yeah. So first of all, I didn't come here alone. So I came with a partner. Mm -hmm. 
So this was also, you know, regarding this social life a little uh, better in this aspect, so to say. Um, but for me, it was a shock. But it was a shock even, you know, the social life inside work, inside the company. Because in Brazil, you talk much more with your colleagues. You go and drink a coffee and you speak and you talk, you know, maybe some minutes. And here in Germany, it's not exactly this way, or at least for me in the beginning. For sure, the department that I was working was changing. So each year was coming new people, getting out other people. So then we were having uh, younger and younger people in our department. So this, this aspect was changing. But even though it was not uh, like in, in Brazil. And then in the beginning, it was really hard for me because the work was so silent, mm. you know. And when I was about to drink something or eat something, I was afraid, oh, my God, I will disturb my colleagues because <laughs> it's like a cemetery here. <laughs> and really, it was really uh, shocking for me and sad. And that's when I realized, okay, Anna, uh, I am the foreign person. So if someone needs to, to do something and to, to try to adapt is my, myself. Mm -hmm. not, I should not wait the other people to approach me or, you know, to invite to do things. Forget it. And, uh, and yeah, also because of the culture here. So that's why uh, I decided, okay, I need to be proactive. And that's what I did. So I started, I don't know, promoting things, you know, inviting people, and doesn't matter if they say no, okay, then I will try the next one and so on. And then my life was getting better and better. I was having, you know, building some friendships and this was really great then. But it took some months. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and it definitely takes quite a long time, I'm sure. Um, and totally different mm -hmm. culture from the Brazilian culture, I can only imagine. But did you find that your friend group ultimately became mostly German? or other internationals or other Brazilians in Germany? Mm -hmm. How did you kind of, uh, how did it evolve over the years that you've been living there? Yeah, in the beginning, I would say it was more Germans than, than foreign people, than foreign people would say, because yeah, the Brazilians, which were also living there. So I used to live in another city. So Schwäbisch Gmünd uh, near uh, Stuttgart. There, there are a lot of Brazilians there also because of the company that I were working for but somehow we we didn't have uh, so much uh, social life together so so sporadically only mm -hmm. and with some german colleagues at uh, from work i had even more i would say and other foreign so a chinese person or indian you know right so it was really a mixture in the and so we talked a little bit about some of the challenges and differences of course i mean which ultimately can become challenges coming from mm -hmm for example, Brazilian culture to German culture. But was there anything that stuck out to you that was really a big step up uh, in your perspective or, you know, really exciting difference coming from Brazil to Germany? Yeah, so I think the first uh, uh, shock that I had at work was regarding, for example, due dates. You know, mm. I remember when my boss at that time said to me, oh, I need you to develop this, this and that. So a process. And, uh, and then I asked, okay, when should it be finished? And he says, oh, maybe in spring or, <laughs> or take a look when you think you will be, ha will have this done. And I was thinking, huh, what do you mean? Because in Brazil, usually uh, your boss come to you and say, hey, I want this mm -hmm. for yesterday. Mm, right, <laughs> you know, right. it, you already started uh, on delay and you need to do like a crazy and 
yeah, to have things done. And here was much more, at least at my department. I'm not saying that every company in Germany is this way, okay? Please <laughs> don't generalize. <laughs> but in my case, it was really a shock when, when he said, oh, I want you to do this. And uh, yeah, take a look when you think it will be finishing. And then you tell me, tell me which resources do you need? So I was feeling so much, uh, oh my God, I'm like in a spa, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I can't decide when I will work, how I will work, when I will deliver. So this was like shocking. It was, it was a nice shock, but it was also a not so nice shock because in the end I realized that other people, I mean, everybody then is kind of this way. Mm. So they don't have a sense of urgency, mm. you know, mm. of the things. And then it makes that some things take so long to happen that you get all, I mean, I got frustrated nah? right. in this case. And um, yeah. And now with crisis that we are experienced with pandemic, so they saw that mm, you need to be a little more agile than yeah, than that to to really cope with the situation. So this was one thing. The other shocking thing was for me was also um, regarding the time and also how um, responsible you need to be, you should be with your meetings mm. and the meeting time and so on. When you say yes, is yes, no, is no, I accept or nah, I don't accept. Because in Brazil, it's like it's so normal that everybody is so busy that even if they accept the meeting with you and they don't appear because they were like uh, having other urgency, it's like a normal. But here in Germany, not at all. Mm. So even if you are almost dying, you should send a message and mm. say, hey, I'm almost dying. I'm not able to participate. But then you should say that before the time of, of your meeting, you know. And actually, this is really, really good. So this is something that now I'm totally in this culture and when I'm uh, in contact with Brazilians, I, I suffer the other mm. other way around. You know, that when they say yes to me and they don't come to the meeting, I tend to be also pissed off. But <laughs> it's actually because of this huge difference. You know, it's like uh, in Brazil, you, you don't have so much control of your life during work. Mm -hmm. And here in Germany, you can have. And you have, you know, of course, some people are workaholic. They also, yeah, there are exceptions. But, but the normal you have control over your life and this is much more comfortable, you know? So this was a nice shocking, but in the beginning it was not so nice because I was, you know, on delay in some meetings or not appearing. And this for sure was not good for my, yeah, for my image, for my relationship at work. But then I, I learned, I've learned that. So that do you feel like it's a matter of just adapting and integrating that culture into your life? Because of course you're living there long-term now. Or do you feel like you were always maybe looking for that a little bit? Because obviously there are cultural stereotypes and, you know, you can talk about that for Germans, for Brazilians, for anybody anywhere. But maybe did you think that maybe you didn't quite fit in as much with the Brazilian culture on some of those aspects and you were looking for a bit more structure? Or was it really, as you say, kind of a shock and something that you had to get used to and only now you realize that maybe you prefer it? Yeah, I, yeah. How can I say? There are two things. Well, one thing is that even when I was in Brazil, living in Brazil, my Brazilian colleagues used to say, oh, Anna, you look like a German. Because <laughs> I was already very much structured in Brazil. And then when I came here, I realized, oh, actually, I'm not as structured at all. I mean, for sure, maybe for uh, if you take other experience from other Brazilians, maybe the shock that they had is much bigger than mine because I was a red structure. And to be honest, when I was in Brazil and we were 
among the Brazilians, talking about the Germans, we were much more making fun of them mm. and say, hey, look how uh, nerds they are or whatever. <laughs> they always uh, take care about the time and this and that. So we're more like uh, making jokes. And now that I'm here and uh, understanding how this can impact your life positively, also negatively, as I said, so if you're too much structure and you are not flexible to, to cope with new situations, this is also not good for sure. Then, uh, yeah, so then only when I was here that I realized that this aspect can be good for me. Mm. But then I think beyond that, so going a little beyond your question, I would say, I think the most valuable thing that I've learned is that I can be, I can access my characteristics as Brazilian and as a German, mm. depending on the situation. So this, I, this is exactly what I think is the differential of expat person. Mm -hmm. So expat person, um, ex uh, foreign person living abroad who already like is not having any trauma anymore. So is already accepting and uh, has already developed with the whole experience. Is really someone able to access your skills from your regional country when it's necessary and good and accessing the skills from the country that you're living now when it's necessary is good. So then in the end, you are profiting much more. So you are having a differential uh, uh, situation point. You yeah, know? absolutely. I think that's a great way to put it and really mixing and matching the cultures as necessary, right? It's almost like building blocks or modules and you can engage them when you need to. But uh, I would love to know a bit more about kind of your plans from here and, and how long, frankly, that you've been in Germany at this point and if you plan to stay there. Um, obviously, I know that some things changed in the job front for you, so it'd be good just to hear about mm -hmm. what's happened in those intervening years. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I'm here already since seven years, basically, and my plan is really to continue living here because I identify myself living here as in Brazil, to be honest, mm -hmm. especially because of the, the, the safety. So I feel safer here. And this feeling safer is also something that when I was in Brazil, I didn't have the dimension of how good it is to feel safe. Mm. Because in Brazil, you don't know another way of living. So then you, you, it's really, it's even almost impossible to imagine how it is to feel safe the whole time. Mm. I know that here you can also have some, yeah, be robbed or, I don't know, terror attacked or whatever. But it's, in comparison to Brazil, is, is nothing. So then I really feel more comfortable living here. I already overcame those traumas and those struggling. Am I Brazilian? Am I German? Or am I, I am myself. So I am Anna, mm -hmm. Claudia, you know, a mixture of everything. And yeah, so that's why I decided. And I also have my boyfriend here. Nah, my dog so nah, because the partner that I came so just to nah, the partner that I came with here uh, I also got divorced mm. nah, and this was also something so maybe it's interesting for someone who is listening it's also important to say that uh, his life was not really good when he was living here and mine consequently also not that good because there was no plan for him mm. you know I think this is um a great mistake when they say, oh, one person got a job and the other is just a, a company. Right. Uh, and let's see what I will do there. It doesn't work this way because it's your life. So when you move abroad, your whole life needs to be restructured, rebuilt. And then if you don't know what you want to achieve and you don't know how to translate what you want in terms of, okay, what should be then my life, you will not have a complete life. And sooner or later, it will get very uh, difficult for you. And 
I mean, in my case, I would get divorced anyhow, even if I was in Brazil, because mm -hmm. our lives was taking different paths. But the period that we were here together would have been much better if he had this kind of uh, direction, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. So uh, also coming to your other uh, question <laughs> is that uh, along this time, what I've realized after experiencing so many different uh, situations, including my divorce, that's when I decided to search for myself, kind mm. of. I don't know how to say that, uh, to search, okay, who is the real Anna? What really Anna wants to do in this world? And that's when I realized, okay, I want to help people to develop themselves uh, professionally, but at the same time having this work-life balance. Mm -hmm. And when I say uh, to, to develop uh, professionally, it also includes an international career, living abroad and so on. Because as I said, um, yeah, I, I, I made some mistakes. Nowadays I can say, okay, if I was able to come back, uh, to go back in my life, I would do differently, you know? Um, but because you don't know, it's like a first experience, you don't know, so you do the best you can, but actually could have done be uh, better, much better, in my opinion. Mm. So then that's why, uh, since I got divorced, which was a um, big event right. in my life, I, I started searching for myself. I realized, okay, I really want to help people mm. uh, develop themselves. And I realized this would be a way to also express my potential, my abilities, my competence, and my dreams in a much better way in this mm. in this uh, earth. And that's when I decided to um, focus on that in parallel. I was in, in 2018. I was still in parallel with my career uh, in the in the company. And then I realized, okay, I'm really getting good on that. I like that. I'm really getting results for my clients. So that's why I decided since this year to be 100% mentor and coach. Mm. And this is what I'm living now. Yeah, that's amazing. It's mm -hmm. a it's a great story of uh, you know taking those difficult experiences of you know moving obviously with a husband and so on here to to Germany and uh, you know exploring your career, exploring your life and what you want to do, and really reinventing yourself. And um, so it yes. seems like it's been a very eventful and productive seven years. Yes, for sure. <laughs> this is also something that uh, when people especially Brazilians, when they say, I want to live abroad, mm. usually it's because they are, not, they are not happy with the situation in Brazil. So they are much more motivated to go out from where they are now and not, not actually motivated to what they will have when they move abroad. And this is something that, yeah. So this is why I also decided as a mentor and coach, so I also focus helping people on this, this moment, so in this journey, yeah from deciding leave abroad and then actually doing this moving. So like, nah? so we, we know our services is kind of complementary mm -hmm. in this aspect right. because actually if you are not open to experience new situations in a way that you have really a learning eyes on that, you know, a, a learning point of view, it will you will not succeed. Mm. Because then it will be so many different things happening to you that if you just let it come to you as naturally, it will most likely come as something like a difficult, like a challenge, like something that is you're struggling with. And if you have this kind of um, behavior, 
it will not be nice. Mm. You will not really learn what you, whatever you would like would be able to learn with this experience. You will not be happy. You will not succeed, and so on. So that's why it's so important, and, and it is something that I was not aware of before. But now that I, I experienced, <laughs> I saw, my God, it's really a huge experience. That if you take advantage of that, you can grow a lot. You can develop a lot. Yeah, definitely. It's it's one of the top things that I'll tell you know people I'm talking about potential new clients is basically yeah. saying. You shouldn't just be trying to go to X country or to go abroad just to get away from home. You know that's probably not mm-hmm. going to set you up for success. It's more about figuring out your spot, figuring out why you want to go there, how you can go there, being excited about it from that potential opportunity perspective. Because as we know, it's a long road. A lot of challenges will come up along the way. So if you don't have the right mindset from the get go, it definitely brings your chances for success down. I think. Yeah, and and also as you said, so they also should uh, take a look. Okay, which kind of pleasures will I have in this new country? But uh, and I think they also need to understand that they need to find a pleasure on learning things. So mm. find a pleasure uh, on on facing challenges because this they will have the whole life every day. So when you are foreign in a country, you will experience challenge every day. It will not finish. It will not finish. That's what I also say <laughs> in my posting. So no matter if you speak perfectly the language, no matter if you got married, no matter if you have now a child in this local, no matter if you have the passport, you will always be a foreign. You will always have a challenge. So if you don't deal well with facing challenges, you will not be happy living abroad. So so that's why this pleasure that you're saying So you need to take a look, okay, which kind of benefits I will have in this place, but also which kind of benefits I will have with this experience, Mm -hmm. you know? Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. So you talked there a bit about your posting and how you're sharing this information. So it'd be great if you could tell us a bit about where we can find you online and people that are interested can, uh, can see what you're up to and maybe reach out for some more help on the coaching and consulting side of things. Yeah, so I'm LinkedIn, uh, Instagram, and Facebook. It's always Anna Claudia Vicente Coach or Anna Vicente Coach. I can I can send you. Yeah, we'll course. we'll put it all in the notes, of course. <laughs> yeah, but the point is that I'm uh, my my postings are much more in Portuguese because I'm focused more now in Brazilians. Although I'm able also for sure to do this mentoring coach uh, in English now. Um, but uh, nowadays my my whole marketing um, data information so on is more focused in Portuguese for Brazilians. But for sure, if you're interested, if you like this conversation and want to learn more about my experience and how I could help you, I'm totally open for sure for you to contact okay, me. Okay, amazing. Yeah, we'll definitely put all those links there and I'm sure some folks will reach out. Thank you so much again, Anna, for joining us today. It's been great hearing about your experience going from Brazil and now your seven years in Germany. Look forward to keeping in touch and uh, wish you all the best. Thank you. Thank you very much for this interview, for this opportunity. And I wish all the best for you. If you enjoyed today's episode, please take a minute and give us a five-star review on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. It helps new listeners find us and lets us know that we are putting out content that you appreciate. You can quickly find out where and how to rate us at ratethispodcast.com slash expatempire. If you know anyone who would appreciate this podcast, please tell them about it so we can continue growing the global expat empire community. Keep up to date on new expat empire podcast episodes by pressing the subscribe button in the podcasting app of your choice. 
You can also visit expatempire.com and sign up for our newsletter to get our free ebook, Top 10 Tips for Moving Abroad, right now. We are also on Facebook and Instagram at Expat Empire, so be sure to follow us there. We are currently offering free consulting calls to discuss your moving plans and how Expat Empire can help you to achieve them. Please visit our website to schedule your call today. Thanks for listening, and stay tuned for the next episode in the coming weeks.